Hello, this is Maurice Harker. I'm glad you've taken the time to listen to this podcast. What you're about to listen to is a set of principles that come from the discoveries I've made as a therapist working with married people and people fighting for self-mastery. And so please enjoy what you're listening to. And then when you want more advanced training, look us up at Life Changing Services, especially if you're a married person, check out the Marriage Repair Workshop and the Lazarus Lectures. Enjoy what you listen to. So part of what that lesson two revolves around increasing the likelihood that you're going to take action now at a certain time. So we've learned a lot about how to use the battle planner to set a time because I'll get to it when I get around to it, et cetera. It's a little annoying on the brain to push to a specific time because it's that little final effort of getting the water to the end of the row. Then we started talking about catching Satan's lies and introducing the need to be aware of there's no such thing as negative self-talk. Satan's in your head. He's messing with your head. Just having conversations. We talked about the satanic spit in the chemical scale so that we can get a more broad angle of how many different angles he can come from. Most of us are a little surprised. We've been taught our whole lives from our religious context. And a common phrase is, I didn't even know he could do that. I didn't know he could play with that and mess with that. And then there's the, the practice of watching for it. Most of us will still say after three or six weeks, and there was minding my own business, and I just got stupid and lost a battle for self-mastery. What role did Satan play? I don't know. I don't. He wasn't even there. He's always there. He's always there. Okay. All right. Then we started talking about the need for effective gardening, planting seeds, and pulling weeds. This is where if you only focus on getting stuff out of your head or out of the way, you're going to have a big empty spot. And so it starts to become a proactive thing. I like to emphasize this in the D part of the D part. Discovering is when you add new Legos to your brain so you can build more things. It's when you add more ideas. It's when you put more good seeds. To this day, I still, I was just winding down last night and I thought, I think I'll try to go to sleep without playing something audio. I think it took less than 13 seconds for my head to get weird on me. And I'm like, yeah, no, we're not going to leave an empty space here. That's too dangerous for my brain. I almost always, so when you're a teenager or something like that, they play music, they watch a video game. I'm just doing distractions. We hope that you're planting your head with pre-chosen content. Now I'm fine if a person takes a mental break. I've got some safe espionage and lawyer books that I'll listen to that don't have anything that's contaminated in them. Took a while to find some authors who didn't need to include the unnecessary stuff. By the way, anything that's made in England on Prime, uh, uh, Amazon Prime that is a, a murder mystery that was made 50 years ago, yeah, my wife says, let's watch another one. And I'm all, actually, Poirot, if you say it correctly, the that's a great series. All right, we're not going to go there, Maurice. Come back. Okay. Then we were introduced to the warrior chemistry. Now that we've learned how to plant gardens, now that we've learned how to pull weeds, what about when someone comes in with swords? This is one of the most uncomfortable elements that is taught in the Book of Mormon. 
from early on until all the way through the end, it is a bloodthirsty war. And Robert, one of the things that we've learned from the other training systems for sexual self-mastery is that they treat it as if you just have to have the discipline of learning to play the piano. You just have to want it and be disciplined, want it and be disciplined, okay? There's a big difference between, all right, we're going to teach you how to be a good wrestler and win wrestling matches. And for your first practice as a seventh grader, we're going to have you go up against the national champion college wrestler for your same weight class. And then we're going to tell you, if you just want it bad enough, you can win this week. And you're like, you do see that's not logical. Okay. Nope. And we're going to give you all sorts of starch consequences. If you can't win a wrestling match against a college All-American within three weeks. All right. There's so much technique involved. And, and I love the word in the Book of Mormon, stratagem. Stratagem is an old-fashioned word for technique and planning ahead and getting strategic. How do you win a wrestling match? You have to learn technique. You have to learn discernment for what's going on. You have to get fast. You have to get strong. All of those things are necessary to win psychological battles. So having warrior chemistry, I tell a story sometimes in wrestling in high school when I was at my peak of my senior year. We went up against another school where the varsity wrestler in my weight class and the JV wrestler in my weight class were both out at, for injury. So they brought up the sophomore and the coach was over there before the match getting him all riled up. Man, it'll be awesome. You can take this guy. Then you'll be in the newspaper and become famous because you beat this top level wrestler. This guy comes on the mat frothing like a bulldog. And I'm all, are you kidding me? What a mess, okay? So it took an extra two minutes before I threw him on his head and pinned him so he could go home and cry to his mom. But that was just annoying, okay? Warrior chemistry without technique, warrior chemistry without discernment, warrior chemistry without skill isn't doesn't do anybody any good. But... Now imagine an athlete, here's another funny wrestling story. So when I was in eighth grade, I broke my collarbone at the end of football season. So I was out of wrestling for that year. So I picked up my violin, okay, and I got really good at playing the violin now for that year. Now a key to playing the violin really was you have to calm your body so that you don't create skittering and scratchy sounds. So you gotta be really fluid. And so for nine months, I practiced draining my body of adrenaline and being at peace and at one with myself okay so as the next year's wrestling season approached i accessed that part of my brain and i went into a calm adrenalineless state of mind as i stepped on the wrestling match okay let's just say the first minute and a half two minutes didn't go real well i'm all like Hey, let's dance and hug. We're good here, right? And this guy was trying to tear my limbs off. Okay, and I'm all, what's with the aggression? He's all, this is wrestling. You don't actually talk in wrestling. So I had to find out, you have to bring warrior chemistry to a wrestling match to actually compete. Now we got to have warrior chemistry, technique, strength, speed, discernment, and all that just to get to the gym in the morning on time. 
Now, I get that if it's for sexual self-mastery, but I shouldn't have to do all that work just to stop yelling at my children or to stop being sarcastic with my husband or to do my homework without procrastinating. All right, then we transpose. So that we the purpose of power sessions is to do all of that in slow motion. Just like an athlete does is you take all the steps and you do it slow at first. And so you write out the steps and then you do it faster and then you do it faster and you do it more refined and you get better at it and you get better at it. Uh, a common mistake I hear from people is when they say, yeah, I did my D par last week. Okay. I wish my piano teacher had confronted me at some point and said, you do know I can tell you've only practiced once this week, right? Now, but I practiced right before my lesson, so you couldn't tell. And I wish he would have said, you could have been so much better if you actually took it seriously. So as a, as a, a trainer of people, sometimes I have to say, hey, if you only want to do one D par per week, that's fine. But don't expect to actually get good at anything. Okay, that's up to you. Teach them correct principles, let them govern themselves. Okay, all right. Hello, you've just finished listening to one of our episodes of Memoirs of an LDS Therapist. It's important to me that you have a chance to get more and more of these principles. We kept this brief because you probably have a busy life, but there's so much more. So please listen to the rest of these episodes and look for ways to apply them to your life. And ready f when you're ready for some deep and complex training, please look us up at lifechangingservices.org, specifically the marriage repair workshops and the Lazarus lectures. I look forward to seeing you in those more advanced trainings.